It was a typical 4th of July in Highland Park, Illinois. People were lined up for the parade, marching bands were playing, and excitement was in the air until gunshots began tearing through the crowd. A gunman shooting from a rooftop killed seven people and wounded dozens more during the 4th of July celebration. A 21-year-old man, Robert Cremo, was identified as the shooter. After an extensive manhunt, he was taken into custody on Monday evening and charged Tuesday with seven counts of first-degree murder. How did this happen? What was missed? Who is Robert Cremo III? Hey, everybody, and welcome to the True Crime Squad. This is Katie Weaver, and I'm here with my sister, co-host, and partner in all things crime, Christy Brower. Hello. Hello. How's it going? Well, it is going. I, <laughs> gosh, uh, we are sleeping at this house. I have dogs that are really firework reactive. On the 4th of July, people did fireworks, like big banging fireworks, till 4.30 in the morning. And last night oh, it went on until about 3.30. And every time he hears a bang, he leaps out of bed, barking, shrieking, crying. Oh, my gosh. Anyway, he has been medicated. (laughs) He's been swaddled. He has been everything. It's just, it's not enough. Anyway, I'm really hoping it settles down soon. My gosh. Yes. Yeah. But, you know, my complaints about the fourth, uh, obviously, pale in comparison to what other people have been through this year. So I guess I should say we uh, made it out safely. We didn't go to anything, but. No, mm. definitely not. Yeah. And how are you? Uh, I am doing pretty well. Um, fireworks have settled down here some, so I'm grateful for that. Cause yeah, we also have a Chewini who is terrified of them. And mm-hmm. I don't know, this time of year just makes me furious at people. Mm-hmm. for all of the crap that goes on around the 4th of July. I just, I hate this holiday. I and I hate people that are so inconsiderate of other people. Like yeah. setting off fireworks till three or four in the morning. I mean, really? Right. You think you have the right to disturb everyone in your neighborhood that way? What a jerk. Because Ugh. of freedom? Yeah, wow. freedom. I know. I, Emphasis you know, on the dumb. Yeah, I know. I, you know, since I was a kid, the 4th of July made me nervous. And mm. maybe it's our grandma was very nervous about fireworks. Oh, terrified. Like, terrified of fireworks. Yeah, and so scared of a fire getting started and things. And mm-hmm. I don't know, maybe we inherited it from her, but I've never been a fan of the 4th. It just feels so uncomfy to me. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm just glad when it's over. The problem for us, because we live in Mormon land, is that the 4th of July sort of lasts all the way through to the end of the month to the 24th of July, which is known as Pioneer Day, which is a Mormon holiday. And then, you know. And it's celebrated almost as big here as the 4th of July. Oh, yeah. Our parades and fireworks Fireworks and and... all the crap. So Mm -hmm. we get it twice, which sucks. So here we go. Yeah. 
yay, but not yay. Yeah. Well, we have a big episode, uh, obviously, talking about the Highland Park shooting, as well as some other things going on. And so, Christy, I'm actually going to kick the mic over to you for our first segment, which is Oh, Idaho. Isn't it, though? Oh, Idaho. Let's talk about Yvonne St. Sir. This is her participating in the January 6th Capitol riot. Okay. Yvonne is currently facing federal charges. She live streamed from her Facebook page um, during the Capitol riot while she's standing inside a broken window screaming her head off. She's charged with obstructing law enforcement in a couple of different incidences while she was there. She also, because you can't fix stupid, uh, did a live stream the day after talking with her husband all about it, all over social media. Um, You may have seen those videos because they've been picked up all over the place. Um, I'm not playing them because I'm not giving this dummy a platform. No. She, um, she lives in Boise, Idaho. She is one of six Idahoans that have been charged in the January 6th riot. Mm -hmm. She's, she was indicted by a federal grand jury, um, in February of this year, six charges, two counts of civil disorder and aiding and abetting entering and remaining in a restricted building or grounds disorderly and disruptive content conduct in a restricted building or grounds disorderly conduct in a Capitol building and parading, demonstrating or picketing in a Capitol building. Okay. She started out with only two misdemeanor counts, but it turns out that when you live stream your crimes, uh, a grand jury will get a hold of those and charge you with a whole bunch more stuff. Weird. (laughs) So yeah. um, Here's what she has to say. God put me in that window. She was standing in a broken window screaming. Uh, So I'm assuming God put me on CNN screaming like a mad woman. Uh, So, hey, maybe I'm going to get arrested again, but I would get arrested and I would die for this country. So no regrets. Um, (laughs) No, darling, uh, it wasn't for this country. No, it was for one person. Yeah, it was because if it was for against. this country, you would have never engaged in an attempted coup of the government. Right. That's not love of country. I really wish people would get that through their heads. That is not love of country. No. Also, she has a a federal public defender from Idaho. So, we're paying for her defense as mm-hmm. Idahoans who pay taxes, which I think I- is rather unfortunate because uh yeah, we, we don't want you. You no. can just yeah. get on out of here, lady. <laughs> She's, I don't know. Let me show you the picture one more time. If you're not watching the video, you should probably come watch it because uh, let's just say she was a bit unhinged on that day. Mm. Or in general, maybe we could say it in general. Uh, yeah, mostly all the yeah. time, I think. Mm-hmm. So that's Yvonne St. Sir. Um, Yikes. Oh, Idaho. Oh, Idaho. Yeah. All right, Katie. Well, I am going to kick it over to you for our main case. Yes. All right. Well, by now, everybody's heard, I'm sure, 
yeah. about the shooting in Illinois on the 4th of July. Seems like one of America's favorite pastimes. Celebrating the 4th got all mixed up with one of America's other favorite pastimes. Guns yeah, and shooting she, people. Yeah. So here we are. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, people are all shaking their heads going, how could this happen? And I wonder how they don't think this could happen. How, how is this not happening more? I mean, really? Well, it did. It did. There were actually quite a few shootings on the 4th of July. Right. And this is the biggest, so it's the one that everybody's talking about. But there were a bunch of shootings. Which I think is really, really concerning. But, you know, this is no big surprise. These are the kinds of things that we are seeing in this country right now and, frankly, tolerating in this country. And so it's terrible and it's really sad and it's horrifying for the families uh, and all of the people involved. I mean, can you imagine the amount of trauma that this situation has uh, poured down on so many people? I mean, it was a mass casualty event. Yeah. You think about how many people just, yeah, just witnessed it, let alone all of the people injured and the, and the deaths. I mean, it's just. Yeah. Six people died on the 4th and another person died yesterday. There are still dozens more that are injured. Yeah. But there's a few things that we wanted to talk about and share and, and clear up a little bit as well, because of course, of course, Somehow, the trans community had to get beat up by this. So I want to clear that up while we're at it. That little uh, bastard that makes me so mad every time something like this happens. mm -hmm. To connect these events falsely Mm -hmm. to the trans community. If y'all aren't watching us on video right now, Katie muted herself to sneeze, but when she sneezed, an earthquake occurred on her camera. <laughs> it's it <true>. was fantastic. <laughs> Rocked my whole desk. Oh my Good. gosh. Yeah. But yeah. So, and here's why. So obviously people were all lined up for the parade. We're watching. Some people had put their chairs out like at midnight when it was allowed to, you know, like done a lot to be there and, and celebrate. And the parade mm-hmm. was just going on. And then there's video all over the internet of people just starting to run. And in fact, one of the people that lost their lives initially was actually uh, killed in the stampede of people. Uh, There was some of that. I mean, people were running everywhere. It was so scary. What we know is that the shooter shot from above, from a building. We know that the shooter dressed like a woman in a disguise to get away. And we know that the shooter dropped their gun. It fell out of their bag. It, this wasn't intentional. It, uh, at least that's what was announced in court this morning. It wasn't intentional. It just fell out of his bag. And he left. He got away initially. And then after uh, they got a hold of the gun, they were able to verify who it belonged to through fingerprints and DNA. And they identified this person, Robert Cremo, as... A person of interest and so there was a manhunt out for his car cremo had driven to madison wisconsin and then turned around and came back the reason he did that is because he had left his phone there in an attempt to throw off law enforcement i mm-hmm. uh, i'm going to tell you guys we are using his name we're using his picture i'm even going to show you some of one of his music videos 
Some of you will say, stop saying his name, quit making him famous. Bro, it's already happened. I, I am tired of this. Every time there's a shooting like this, we get instructed that we shouldn't uh, make them more famous. That's already happened. And it's not helping. No. It's not helping to downplay who the shooter was. It, they're still happening. That's not a solution. So I'm not going to play that game anymore. Well, and also, I mean, we've got to show you some things about this person because he is a walking red flag. Okay. And this yep. just keeps happening. People are like, how can this happen? No one knew. Are you serious? Are you Everyone serious? knew. We wait till we Everyone tell you knew. about this kid. Yeah. This is very similar to the Uvalde shooter in that everyone around him knew this kid was a hot mess. Everyone. Yep. So a few more things about the shooting itself. And then I want to talk about him. Uh, one of the most heartbreaking things about this is that after the shooting and in the, the fray, some people found this child just wandering by himself, two years old. Yeah. And they were able to get him uh, safe and to authorities. And authorities weren't sure where his parents were. And until yesterday, when uh, all was revealed, both of his parents were killed. Both of his parents were murdered. His name is, excuse me, I thought I had it. Oh, Aiden McCarthy. His name is Aiden McCarthy. Um, grandma and grandpa have picked him up. He's he's back with, you know, and safe with family, but he is now an orphan. God. There is a GoFundMe that popped up for Aiden from a family friend named Irina Colon. That... GoFundMe has now eclipsed $2 million. Oh, wow. Yeah. People's heartbreak over Aiden and uh, his situation is pretty much unmatched. Is it, though? Because if our real heartbreak no. was unmatched on no. these things, not really. wouldn't be fucking happening anymore. It's easy to throw money into this stuff. It is. It doesn't solve it's things. Easy. I mean, I'm glad that there's help to take care of this little boy, but... It doesn't bring his parents back, and it doesn't keep it from happening again. That's for damn sure. No. Nope, it most certainly does not. The prosecutors said this morning, so he was in court this morning for arraignment, and the courts, uh, prosecutors are saying that he confessed to investigators during an interview. Sure he did. They always was, do. Yep. He was given no bond. He was taken quite gently into custody. Once they finally got a hold of him, yep. which is pretty rich considering the same day police in another town put 90 bullets into a black man who had a traffic infraction. But as usual, these white male shooters are treated with kid gloves. Yeah. And on one hand, I'm glad he's in custody and that they didn't kill him. I am. I'm glad he's in custody that he uh, gets to actually stand for, you know, accountable for his crimes. But it's just another day in America when the same shit just keeps happening. So let's talk a little bit about this person. He identifies as Awake, the rapper. Per normal, when things like this happen, his social media got scrubbed real fast. Mm -hmm. uh, that happens by the authorities. They will take control of social media and get it out of there as fast as they can because it's evidence. 
This right. always upsets people, but it's evidence. They pull all that stuff down. So all we have is what people grabbed as quick as they could uh, from the internet before all of their accounts got pulled. Right. Uh, some were slower than others because uh, he had a lot of social media. You did. And some that weren't the normal, you know, some mm -hmm. that you might not have expected. And so I think that's probably why we got a little better peek at some of his stuff. So we know that he is 21. We know that he has lived in Highland Park for the bulk of his life. We know that his dad has owned a deli there for a long time. We know that his dad ran for office on the Republican ticket a couple of years ago. For me. Uh, and lost. What's that? For mayor. For mayor, yeah. 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 Uh, he ran on a really extreme right-wing ticket. Yeah. Yeah. We know that before Primo's social media got totally scrubbed from his Instagram, that he was consistently posting QAnon-type uh, beliefs, alt-right stuff, uh, trans hate, and other things like that. that uh, and that's why people are saying this kid was like an alt-right Republican. And the Republicans are very upset about that. They don't want to claim him. I understand why. One of the things that happened is that after he was arrested, a spoof Instagram page showed up. People, why do people do these things? Well, this is a pretty obvious why. But a, a spoof Instagram page showed up with pictures of him claiming to be a liberal. It's just not true. No, and Republican Party, it sucks to suck. Sorry, mm -hmm. but you're creating this shit. Yep. There's a lot of pictures of him on the internet. One, of course, uh, he, well, there's several of him at Trump rallies and uh, Blue Lives Matter rallies. Also, this in the frog shirt. This frog mm -hmm. and the Sad Boys logo uh, is associated with alt-right uh, ideology yeah and well, of course so. the picture all over the internet of him wrapped in a trump flag now does this mean anything not necessarily except for that immediately people were trying to say that this was antifa remember the big bad boogie boogeyman antifa this was not it doesn't antifa. exist yeah. this was it's exactly what it looks like and and the reason I just put that out there is because there's a few things that just need to be dispelled. And, and these are some of them. Uh, there is another page where he had said, why don't we just kill all blacks and get it over with? Yeah. It's what it looks like. It is. It's exactly now, what it looks like. Authorities are saying that this was the shooting was random. It wasn't at any specific race or creed or gender or whatever. And maybe that's true. I mean, the, he shot all varieties. He was just trying to shoot as many people as he could. Yeah. But I really cringe at calling this a random attack because this was planned for weeks. There was nothing yeah. random about it. Maybe no. it was random in that he didn't specifically kill black people like the guy at the grocery store last month. But there's nothing random about making this plan, about going to the 4th of July parade and picking off the crowd. That's, I'm sorry. Dressing as a woman. 
yeah. as an anti-trans asshole. Mm-hmm. This is yeah. the picture. There's some other pictures of him online with pink hair in, a, in pigtails. Some of those things are why people are going, well, that, this is not, he's not a Republican. Well, uh, Republicans come in all shapes and sizes. And again, it doesn't really matter if he was a Republican or not. But you can't just write off so quickly someone just because they don't look like you. Right. But yeah, this was the getting away costume. However, when he was arrested, he was dressed in male clothing. And that's the other thing we wanted to dispel and clear up. Robert Cremo is not trans. This was a costume to get away. Yeah. Nothing more. Well, and, and I'm sure just a, an extra jab at the trans community on his part, of too. Of course it is. Of course he it would, is. He would love to have, as, you know, keeps happening, the trans community drug into this crime, even though they have nothing to do with it whatsoever. Yep. Yep. So want to make sure that we make that very clear. So let's few, share a few more things about him. Um, we do know that in court this morning, he received no bond. So court just ended like 20 minutes ago. We know that his attorney, Tom Durkin, said that he has a conflict of interest and can no longer represent him and that he will need to apply for a public defender. We know that he has confessed. We know that his gun actually fell out of his bag. We also know that in the spring of this year, he showed up at a synagogue in his town. There's a lot of Jewish people in that area. He showed up at a synagogue wearing a yarmulke. And the security team thought that he seemed way off and refused to let him in. Good. Smart. That to me is terrifying. Was that the first attempt? Right. It was over Passover. Uh, there were a lot of people there. I think it's very scary to think that perhaps he's been thwarted already. And this is maybe not the first attempt. Mm -hmm. We know it that like he it. had a manifesto of sorts, but it's all numbers. It's gibberish numbers stuff. Mm -hmm. We know that he has the number 47 tattooed on the side of his face. Uh, some people think that's 47 for Trump 2024. You know, that he'd be the 47th president. Other uh, people are suggesting that 47 is a number that's associated with QAnon. Maybe it's something completely different. You know, we can suppose, but we really don't know. Mm -hmm. And then he has awake tattooed over his other uh, eye. Authorities think maybe one of the reasons that he dressed as a woman to carry out a shooting was to cover all of his face tattoos. Yeah. Because, you know, those darn face tattoos, they make you pretty easy to identify. They sure do. <clears throat> and, of course, we know he's been charged with seven murder charges. But authorities say there are dozens more charges coming. Oh, I'm sure. Uh, you know, what about a couple years ago when he was threatening to kill everyone around him and authorities came and he had this huge stockpile of knives? Yep. And they didn't arrest him. Mm-hmm. Yep, this happened. Two incidences happened. The first time the police were at his house a couple of years ago, it was because he had uh, attempted suicide. And then the second time the police were there, yes, he was threatening to kill everyone. And they took a ton of knives, 16 knives, a sword, and a dagger from the residence. 
Well, and it was but, not long after that that then he went and bought guns. Right. This is what kills me. They took all of those weapons. His family chose not to press charges. Later in 2019, Idiots. yep, later in 2019, he applied for an FOID card, which is a card that's part of Illinois' gun laws. You have to apply for a card that basically makes you known to the state police. Uh, because he was under 21, his father had to co-sign on it. And he did. And he did. I mean, this is another crumbly situation. Yeah. His family knew how dangerous and messed up he was. On the outside of their house, he has painted a giant stick figure of a man holding an AR. Yeah. He was, he's been, but there were no red forever. flags at all. No His one knew uncle actually things. said there were no red flags. I'm like, yeah. are you guys all psychotic mass shooters? Is that why this didn't seem odd to you? It's unbelievable. The sad One thing is, the... it's very believable. Because yeah. this shit just keeps happening. Mm -hmm. And you know, I know from personal experience that it can be easy to be afraid of someone who's struggling mm -hmm. like this. But if you leave them in control... And, and untreated for whatever is going on with them. Mm -hmm. This is the shit that happens. Mm -hmm. You got to buck up and be brave if you're a family member of somebody like this. Mm -hmm. You literally have the hands, the lives of other people in your hands. Yep. Yep, for sure. He actually was a pretty popular rapper. One of his songs... Had two over two million views. Wow. <coughs> this is what his IMDB account says. Mm -hmm. uh, Bobby Cremo, born September 20th, 2000. Known professionally as Awake the Rapper. Is an American rapper, singer, songwriter, actor, and director from Chicago. The hip-hop phenom is mostly known for his hit song, On My Mind, which was released October 8th, 2018. The track has amassed millions of plays so far across online streaming platforms. The six-foot hip-hop phenom Awake the Rapper was born Robert Eugene Cremo III on September 20th, 2000 in Chicago, Illinois. He's the middle child of three and of Italian descent. Bobby began uploading music to the internet when he was 11. The world first started turning their heads with the release of his 2016 track By the Pond featuring Atlas. Directly following that, Awake released his fan-favorite mixtape, Messages, on December 23, 2017. The lo-fi sad boy then went on to release a second mixtape entitled Observer on August 10, 2018, and an EP called The Future is Dope on his 18th birthday. Fast forward a couple of months, and Awake releases his hit song, On My Mind. This is what he thinks of himself. I'm sure he wrote that bio. Mm, but I would think so. Yeah, but he has a song and video that I'm going to share a little less than a minute of. Uh, it's honestly pretty repetitive, but this is the reddest of red flags. And anyone who was following this kid who saw this, what in the actual hell? Right. Now you're going to see a lot of the Celtic knot. He... Per normal, uh, unfortunately, sometimes we see uh, extremists take 
Celtic symbology, uh, other symbology, well, like the swastika, mm -hmm. and turn it into something else. And I believe that's what this is. There's a little argument, a lot of argument online about why he's using this symbol so much. Mm -hmm. But uh, it has been associated in the past to other alt-right groups. So I don't know that it is or isn't, but he uses it a lot. So let's... Like a sleepwalker, I am breaking through the mad world. Like a sleepwalker, unable to stop and think, my actions will be valid, and my thought is unnecessary. I know what I have to do. I know what's in it, not only for me, but for everyone else. Where am I going? I don't know. I don't care. And since you're not all watching, you're listening, the imagery in the video is shooting up a school. Yeah. There's many images of a classroom, lots of hand-drawn images of a shooter, of people being shot. This has been in him for a while. Clearly. But there was no red flags. Huh. So people don't see what they don't want to see. That's right. So this clearly disturbed, messed up kid who obviously was having a lot of thoughts towards shooting and killing was abetted <clears throat> by his family purchasing <throat> guns. Yeah. I just, I cannot with this. Now, of course, some people make the argument, well, see, these extra gun laws don't work because they have strict gun laws in Illinois and he just did it anyway. Well, maybe they're not strict enough. Well, Guys, he red flag laws. They are. If they had done the right thing when he had those guns, but also yeah. because he had a suicide attempt, a red yeah. flag law would have caught him or should have. Yep, but they didn't. They didn't put those things through the system appropriately because they didn't right. want to. He had four background checks from the Illinois State Police on June 9th, 2020, <coughs> June 18th, 2020, July 31st, 2020, and September 20th, 2021. And no one caught any of what he'd done because it was not, he was not charged. Yeah. Yeah. Amassing knives and saying you're going to kill everyone is not normal. Okay. Mm -hmm. That is not okay. That is not a well person. Yeah. He should have had charges and having charges would have caught him on that background check. Yep. God. Yep. So per normal, here we are. Obviously, uh, this created a lot of concern across the country and it, there were a lot more shootings that day a there lot were. more shootings throughout the country um in fact in surprise uh, arizona three people were killed in a mass shooting event and in many other places as well i had notes of them and i can't find it now but there we are on fire we are yeah. on fire in this country and 
if you're not nervous yet, you should be. Yeah. Well, Amnesty International has issued a warning uh, for people traveling from outside the U.S. into the U.S. Mm-hmm. About the danger of being shot while you're here. Yep. Yep. Oh. The rest of the world is looking at us like, what in the hell is the matter with you people? Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's a good question. What is the matter with us? Yeah. Jesus. Here's in my notes. There were mass shootings in Kansas City, Gary, Indiana, Richmond, Virginia, Kenosha, Wisconsin, and Surprise, Arizona. Wow. Yep. And and several uh, other shootings in the Chicago area as well that just weren't mass shootings like this. So that's what we know. More will come out about Cremo as we uh, move forward, I think. Uh, but these are the things that we know so far. I think the thing that we have to realize is that when people are acting this weird, they mean it. Yeah. This isn't a phase. This isn't being a teenager. No. No. When weapons are involved and self-harm is involved and harming other people is involved, mm-hmm. that's not healthy. That's a sick mind. Yep. Some of his uh, more more recent songs. Brainwashed. I Am the Storm. The profile photo for the I Am the Storm song is a cartoon anime character with a gun. Dead Again. Game Boy. Dumb Diddy Dumb. And others. He's got, he's been putting it out there forever forever so there is a page called documenting well documenting reality found it but there is a chat room for people discussing death and he was on it he was known Mm -hmm. as awake 47 his rank is master gunnery sergeant this is where he say i say we just get rid of the blacks all together was this on his Discord server or was that a different was that a different mm-hmm. discussion group? This is a different discussion group. He was but all over the internet saying this shit. Mm-hmm. Some of the uh no, this is no, it's called documenting reality. And he <clears throat> these are some of the threads that he started. Oh these okay. are videos that he shared to this group. Brazilian hitman takes out target in barbershop. Savage man laughs in the face of his executioners. Guy wearing body cam executes man. Man executes woman with AR-15 in broad daylight. Hatchet-wielding man shot dead by police. Mother and son ambushed on Chicago Highway. Girl attempts to jump on bus. Motorcycle drive-by killing of two police officers. Spinebreaker. News report hanger. Crackhead cat. Woman set on fire. Electrocuted during baptism. And it goes on and on. These are videos he was sharing. Videos he was sharing. Because I'm assuming, I think it's safe to assume, that he was completely uh, out of his mind over death. He was completely... Uh, wrapped up in it, excited by it. Pretty obsessed, yeah. And and not in a true crimer way, but in an obsessed way. Yeah. Yeah. 
yeah that stuff i think is uh also very scary mm -hmm. if you see something say something this is the kind of person who should have been reported mm -hmm. and who was reported and, and no one reported. did anything yep well when the police <clears throat> came and took all those weapons the family didn't want to press charges well that's a huge fucking mistake Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. i know I'm tired of always going, well, it's not the family's fault. Isn't it, though? Yeah, it is. They are the people that live with this kid. They are the people who saw this shit every day. That saw all the weird stuff he was doing. These weird videos and stuff. What do you want to bet they weren't even watching these videos or listening to this music? I'll bet they weren't. <laughs> they were just looking at him like the family weirdo and not as and looking the, the other extremely way. dangerous human being he was becoming. Yeah. He had five guns. He had purchased five guns legally. Two AR-style rifles and three handguns. It's really sad to say that it's a miracle that only seven people died. Yeah, that's true. And that death count could rise as the days go on. Right. Uh, there was a physician that was attending the parade, so he was right on scene. He said that some of the bodies were absolutely obliterated. Because that's what ARs do. Yeah. That's what happened at Uvalde too. When people have to be identified by DNA. Yep. That's horrific. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But you know, everybody should have the right to own one of those fucking guns, right? Not, or two or three or four or whatever. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that's what we know. Again, we'll, we will definitely keep updating this case and keep an eye on this one because, well, we have to. We can't. We have to continue to cover this kind of stuff and be aware. I think partly because of the red flags that were missed. Yeah. Mostly because the people that uh, didn't catch this stuff are now going, oh, we had no idea. When, yes, you did. Yes, you, you did. did. But the point being, this isn't just people being weird. It's a whole lot more than that. And we have to dial into that yeah. and pay better attention to these kinds of things. When people around the you know country are, that go, oh, yeah, I knew him in a chat room. Weird kid. Oh, yeah, these are the kinds of videos he posted. Oh, yeah, these are the kinds of things he talked about. But no one said anything because people don't want to get involved. His no. family doesn't want to have to deal with him having legal trouble. Right. And other people don't They're want probably to terrified oh. of him. Just perfectly oh, well, honest. They are. They are oh, probably well, terrified of him and don't want to rock the boat with him at all. Oh, yeah. Can you imagine the hell he's probably raised with his family? I'm sure that he has. Mm -hmm. And I don't I don't mean to sound heartless, but fuck you guys. Yeah. I'm I understand being afraid of a family member. However, he did nothing to stop this. Nothing. Yep. Yep. For sure. So all of our love to the families and the everyone, the community that was affected, people around the world that have been affected, uh, and especially to the first responders, because this was a horrific scene to come across. Yeah. I think that this picture really says it all. Oh, wow. Yeah. So we'll keep an eye on it, but felt like we really should cover it and talk about who this shooter is so christy with that i'm going to kick the mic back over to you for a true crime update Bye.
Well, I'm actually coming to you with some good news. We could use some. We could use some. So let me show you this picture. This is Daphne Westbrook. Sorry, can't get to the picture. <laughs> I swear it's here. There we go. This is Daphne Westbrook. In the picture with her is her father. Daphne's been missing since 2019. Oh. When she went on a visit to see him, he was a non-custodial parent. And she never returned and has been missing since October of 2019. Oh, no. It is believed that her father was keeping her drugged in order to control her. Oh, my God. Yeah. Um, it has taken years and then just... It's been awful because her mother knew where she was and knew who had her. She had no doubt of it. Um, she has been released. And so Daphne is actually safe. She was found in Sampson, Alabama. Wow. Um, we don't know how she was found. We don't know anything uh, yet. However, Boy, that's um, a rare, rare event for to have a happy ending on one of these. Right. So her father, John, um, is wanted by the police. John Westbrook. They're looking oh, for they him. found her, but they didn't get him? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Hmm. He is wanted on aggravated kidnapping and custodial interference charges, which may only be the very beginning mm -hmm. of charges. Uh, you know, I, all of this... It took the police eight months to get a warrant to charge John with custodial interference and to get them looking for her. Eight, eight months? Months. Why? I don't know. What I know, though, is that that is bullshit. Uh, yeah. What we do know is that in March, Daphne managed to get a message to a friend of hers saying that she was considering hurting herself. Ah, okay. um, So that got to um, the news. Okay. And so her mom got on the news and said, because she's not, they've been unsure. Is she mm -hmm. just choosing to stay with dad and not coming back or, you know. But there have right. been questions about him drugging her, sure. which I, I think has happened before, which is why they were afraid of that. Oh my but her God. mom, right? Her mom got on the news and said, please know that nobody is angry. You are so loved. It is not your fault. You are in that situation. This is not her fault. I need her to be okay. I need that. I will do everything that I can to make sure she is. Sure. John is 6'4", weighs 200 pounds, brown eyes, brown hair, and blue eyes. And of course, if you know him and want to turn him in, please call your local police because yeah. he definitely deserves it after all of this and bullshit. So definitely do that because he's obviously dangerous as hell. Yeah. Can you imagine the fear of having to send your child to for on visits with someone who is known to drug that kid? Right. My God. Yeah, scary, scary, scary shit. Um, Daphne is back with her family um, 
Yeah, but now we have no a idea teenager, what could she's lost a couple of years of her life. Yes. Of she's high school. She's now 18. Of she friends. Was 16 at the time. Yeah, of, of her whole high school experience. He's robbed her of all of that. He and has... who knows? Who knows the trauma that she's been through? Right. Right. She may be physically safe, but is she really okay? Probably not. No. No, she's not. The trauma that she's been through is significant, I am sure. So they continue to look for John Westbrook. Yeah. Um, but at least in some ways, it is good news that Daphne is found safe and is yeah. back at home with her family. Well, that's something. Most yeah. definitely. Yeah. It is. Well... There you have it. It's Wednesday. Yes, we it will is. be back tonight with case updates. We had some funny stories to tell about our camping trip over the weekend. We didn't want to tell them during this episode because uh, this is just too sober of a uh, subject matter to, to laugh that hard. It so is. we'll share some of our antics with you tonight on case updates instead. Sure. Please like, subscribe, follow. Come check out our Patreon over at True Crime Squad on patreon where we have two years of extra content all kinds of good stuff over there for you and of course join us tonight at 7 p.m mountain time for the case updates tomorrow night the psychic hour again is also at 7 p.m uh the psychic hour of course is going to be moving behind a paywall but not until the end of this month so come and we'll tell you all about it make sure you know how to find it we're making it insanely easy and insanely cheap Yep. It's just one transition we're making here as we grow here at uh, the True Crime Squad. And that's what's up. So thanks, you guys, for everything. Thank you for following us and being a part of our journey. Thanks for being a part of the squad. Absolutely. This has been yet another production of the True Crime Squad. Have a good day. Bye, everybody.